Hi, this is Theresa's Edge, and we are at Uprising today and talking to Hackson. How are you? Really good, thank really you. Very good. How did the set go? It went warm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we were surprised because um, I joked on stage about being the, the heaviest band of the day. Of the day. Yeah. <laughs> you did well there. Yeah. Nice. What do you mean? What do you mean, did well? No, I think it's a good, I think it's a good joke. No, I'm kidding. Everything has to be different, doesn't it? We're yeah, all for sure. looking for like, something different in places. I think yeah. we kind of hope to be like um, a bit of a, a reprise from... Um, the heavier stuff so and yeah. it, it went down well to be fair lots of people came up to us afterwards and said they enjoyed so yeah. well that's good that's the main thing isn't it we can't all listen to the same thing every day especially you know a small one day festival absolutely you know? yeah no it's it, I think we are just on the on the line of being we, we do tip over into we've got some some melod you know melodies that are used in metal music which a lot of musicians will pick up on um and metalheads will pick up on so we, we are we do do well with metal crowds which on is the good cusp. yeah we, <laughs> dip our toes. yeah we dip our toe into a bit of metal every now and again and it works works for us so have you been paying much this year at all have you managed to get out there and kind of yeah get some new audiences pretty constant um we're out pretty much every weekend i think so um, literally everywhere. We don't mind travelling. So, but I think the second half of the year is going to see us go further afield. We've got a couple of European festivals um, and a tour with uh, Florence Black. So, oh wow! Yeah, that should be really good. Yeah, so, that will be really good. Yeah, yeah, the end of the year is definitely more sort of. Yeah, it's, it's busy, yeah, so. And I know it's, you know, the question you probably get asked by a lot of people, you know, we, lockdown is over, but how was it for you? Did you manage to write and get stuff going together? Or was it just like, you know, we'll have a break and we, we'll pick it back up after? Yeah, we actually put the album out in lockdown and we did toy with the idea of keeping it till afterwards, but it was probably the best thing we could have done. We didn't know when afterwards would be, so. Yeah. yeah. So we thought, well, we'll keep ourselves going, keep yeah. people that are interested in the band going. And put it out in lockdown, but we live quite far apart, so right. we really we didn't each see each other for a long time because me and Sam were in Wales and Harriet's in England, so we couldn't. Even, we were allowed to cross the border. Completely different roles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, exactly. To the point where, to be honest, even though we, Jess and I both lived in Wales, we weren't even allowed to mix households. So like, it was kind of hard because we need each other not as just as a band but as like sort of best mates as well yeah, so yeah. we we sort of thrive we thrive on that like we're a good unit on and off stage um yeah. and we just really miss each other <laughs> so yeah. i and i've said it before it, it a lot of musicians and it is it's great for them but had a creative it was a good time to let out their creative juices and stuff but for me i was sapped of any creative energy whatsoever i was it was a really, obviously, it was a really miserable time for a lot of people, and yeah, I just didn't. It, if I had written anything at that time, I don't think I would want to listen to it now, because you, when you're in that kind of a mindset, it comes through in when in your writing. And I'm glad that we didn't, to be honest. I'm glad that we we got the album out that that we'd worked really, really hard on. All of our fans and thoroughly enjoyed it for the year and a half that we were locked down. And they were just absolutely chomping at the bit for us to, to then, you know, go out and play it. It was so probably it, the perfect scenario. It worked actually, out. Because yeah, when we were really allowed well. to gig then, everyone knew the songs and everything. So yeah, they, it, was they, year, it was a year later that we actually yeah. managed to actually go out and play it a year after we released it. So yeah. And that first gig back, we were just talking about it actually, that first gig back, we did, um, We started our tour in Norwich, like our album sort of release tour. And I think we were just literally beaming from 
year to year like we've the never whole been to set, Norwich, is it? Have we? No, yeah and we didn't yeah. know what to expect and it was rammed and we just like thrive into like sort of play together again and it was literally probably one of my favourite gigs of all time yeah so, genuinely but, I think we'd all agree on that because you talked about obviously living far apart so when you're getting ready for the new album what's that process going to be like with you in England and you guys in Wales we see each other so frequently um, like yeah, we like, obviously we're pockets, we are in each other's <laughs> pockets but obviously um, Harriet will either come to Wales or we'll go to her we'll just sit there for hours and see what happens and we won't force it either though like so it's not a formula you just kind of go with it just go with it yeah, yeah. so but that's what works for us like I think it's sort of it's important to have that organic sort of songwriting process because otherwise we don't want to put something out that thinks oh well that's either it's going to sound like something we've put out before or it's just forced so but it will sound forced it will sound yeah, yeah. like we've rushed it and forced it right, so. which is why it takes us so long yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's why yeah. it takes us so long to get anything out it, the, the first album I mean we'd been We've been a band for a long time. A long time before we even managed to get anything recorded and released, really. And then uh, that, and we gig so frequently. Yeah, it's hard to find time to sit down yeah. there and write. There's no down period because we all work full time as well. So like, it's hard to sort of sit down there and Staff, go right. Yeah. Like, we're, when are we not gigging? And it's it's never. Yeah, we're never not gigging. So, yeah. And how are you balancing that? Obviously, we're talking to other guys today. You know, they're working full time. The band. You're trying to sell merch. You're trying to you're trying to make money. Yeah. As well, yeah. merch and streaming. How are you balancing that on? Well, to be honest, our fans are incredible. Like we we put out a, a limited edition T-shirt about two months ago, and it literally sold out in twelve hours. And I was like, right. that's insane. Like we've we're so lucky to have the fans that we do, and they they literally just like I don't want to sound like like sort of like money glorifying or like money yeah like money grabbing or anything like or like glorifying ourselves but literally they, they're just waiting to see what we do next and they just buy into it instantly no questions asked and I know how lucky we are to have that yeah. sort of backing oh, that's so, really good yeah for sure because it's really difficult we've been talking about it today with other people streaming making money off streaming yeah, st- yeah, streamers. We we don't, we don't make off streamers. Venues so taking money off merchandising. When yeah, you're selling it. Yeah, that's yeah. the new thing. Yeah, that we yeah. Know it is a new thing. We've been talking a lot about with a lot. Of as people. high as like thirty percent in some places yeah. as well, which is and criminal because that's the profit margin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like majority of our yeah our profit at least comes from selling merch. Yeah, entirely. So yeah, and I think people realise that now, and especially in lockdown, I think a lot of people bought merch because they saw that as a way of supporting them. Definitely, you know, because you could go to a Live show, buy yeah. T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Well, we say all the time that people will quite often buy our CDs. Don't buy them to go and listen to them because they're just a CD player. But it's so, just uh, it's a it's way of supporting the band, yeah, the way of having something good. physical. Yeah, so. No, we absolutely. do put a lot of pride yeah. in our designs for no, things we've as well. Time and effort, and it yeah, really it's like the, the the things that we put out. You know, it's created by us as well. We, yeah, so like as a team, like we'll like ha- our last T-shirt, Harriet and I did together. So it's all yeah. very DIY so in house. Very yeah. much so. Yeah, like we're really self-sufficient in that yeah. sort of sense. I'm proud of it. Yeah. So like, rather than outsourcing, we will always try and like sort of manage ourselves and be self-sufficient in design yeah. and like uh, even as far as like what well, everything we can do, driving ourselves and stuff like that. But I think, I think that's, that's the way forward, though, isn't for it? Sure. The like, DIY back to almost the eighties before. Well, that's very a much lot of things changed in the industry. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like that's very much us anyway. We're sort of like back to basics, like raw. What you see is what you get with us. There's no sort of like, there's no polish in it or pretenses or anything. We're just out there balls to the wall. So. so you said you gig a lot. Who's what's been your favourite tour so far? Who have you really enjoyed being out with? And who would you love to get out with? Um, 
I really enjoyed, we did the Monsters of Rock cruise in Miami and we just felt like imposters for the entire time because it was just crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, literally. Yeah. It was like, we were sitting there, I remember we were sitting around like um, one of the dinner tables having dinner with Jeff Scott Soto, um, all of Metal Church um, and Chris Caffrey from um, Sabotage and Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And I was literally just sitting there with my head in my hands. They were trying to talk to me. I was like, I don't have anything to say. Cannot <laughs> <laughs> relate. Yeah, but it was crazy. But like, that's obviously a highlight for us, but we've done loads of cool stuff on that. Yeah, I'd say, was it 2015, we were picked, so there's a festival in, in Netflake in, like, the Cotswolds. Um, it's like, it's, it's a really bizarre, they have some massive bands on, um, but it's kind of a more of a, like, not a village fake. But it's, it's like a family festival. It's like, yeah, it's like a it's family like a village fake on steroids. Yeah, it's a very like unassuming this. festival. Yeah. Anyway, Status Quo happened to be headlining this particular festival. I know, exactly. Wow. That's what I mean. If they yeah. they get some huge, huge mm-hmm. bands. So, yeah. And then Status Quo were, were asked, which of the bands on our lineup would you like to open for you? And he, they picked us. Um, Quo picture. Quo picture. Yeah. Yeah. Really, that's was really was good. A, which was it wow. was amazing. Unbelievable. But it was at the point where we hadn't even written enough material. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Like, we'll do half covers and half yeah. our own songs. Half like it's songs and yeah. We literally started off with um, Sweet Car- no. not Sweet Caroline. Um, the, um Oh God. It is. It's Car- what, 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 Caroline. The, the, the status quo song Caroline. Um, yeah. We were like, let's let's start with that. So we were playing the riff just to be knobs because we're dickheads. Yeah. So we were like, we stood on the stage and everyone's like, oh, it's status quo. We're like, oh no, sorry. It's just us. <laughs> How yeah, can we really push our luck opening for status quo? Yeah. Let's start with status quo. And, and, let's, and why not? Yeah, yeah, entire entire set. Set. Yeah. Oh, we were joking. but um, They thought yeah. it was funny. They did think it was funny. Yeah. And they went and bought all our merch and stuff as well, which yeah. is amazing. So. That's really yeah, yeah. That was, was the thing is like we remembered like obviously because we were on just before Quo, we were like, oh, we're not going to sell any merch because everybody's going to be stood there watching Quo. So we were kind of hanging around backstage, not rushing to get back to the merch tent. And somebody rang me or something and said, you need where to get the to hell the are you? Like, you need to get to the merch tent now. And we got there and it was just a queue as far as you could see of people just climbing to buy our stuff and, and that was before the pandemic I, I did a bit of a cry about it I did have a bit of a, it was a very <laughs> a emo- a a very cry. emotional day it was a very emotional day but it was a good one and probably a question you get asked a lot but I'm going to ask it anyway as a female editor yeah. towards a female <laughs> band how have things been uh, yeah. <laughs> as you would expect I think like, yeah, yeah. everyone I, it's kind of a weird time to be in because everyone always says they're championing female musicians and females in the industry but it's like okay you're saying you're doing it but then fucking do it like it's like yeah. you're saying you're doing it making all the right noises but then actions speak louder than words so like I think we as recently as like a month ago we showed up at a gig um, went to check in at the artist tent and they're like sorry whose boyfriends uh, like, uh, like yeah. which band which band are you with, band are you yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. and Harry was like uh, we are the band actually and they were like oh sorry I thought your boyfriends were in a band and he was like uh, no like, no actually no they're <laughs> I completely sympathise as a female yeah. editor. People ask to talk to the editor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's fine, exactly you know. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it is what it is. And, like, if we sort of, we, we take it on the chin and then we, we use that platform that we've been given to just blow the, sort of blow the doors off and, like, Absolutely. prove why we should be there as a female yeah. artist yeah. rather than just, Irrespective like, of. Yeah. I think it's important as well that we keep the ladder down as well for yeah. other people coming up here. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, but, like... Yeah, well, one thing we get quite a lot is on lineups, especially festivals. They're like, oh, we've already got a girl band. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we won't get booked for something. They go, oh, yeah. we would book you, but we've already got yeah, we've already got a girl band. Oh, sorry, how many guy bands have you got on this bill? Yeah. Like, well, we get well, quite often. We've had questions about is there competition with other girl bands, and they're like, well, why should there be? It's not. There's no enemy. The same competition that men yeah. are in their yeah. bands. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, not, it's kind of competition, but. It's just we're not fighting each, each other with yourself. Yeah, it's only it's only fun. You know, it's just good fun, really. And I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a it's a stereotype that women don't like women. Um, but Which is bollocks. You do well, quite. Yeah, I definitely don't find that. I mean, we're, no, we're in a band with each other, and we quite like each other. Yeah, so no, I completely agree with you. And this whole filling the quota by having the token yeah. female yeah. is ridiculous. It's wild when you think yeah. about it. Like, they think, oh, what girl band are we going to book? Oh, yeah, we've got that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we don't sound anything like any other girl band, I don't think, anyway. Mm. So, like, if you, if, like, what are you pinning it against? Like another female singer or another female guitarist? But I think Haxon pretty much sounds like Haxon. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. that's it. Like, and actually, we just have people against females. each other. It's, it's just ridiculous. It, it makes it worse. Yeah, it so, does. like, it makes it worse. But yeah. yeah. And the, the, the other thing that is kind of confusing me at the moment is obviously festivals have kind of been told, I think it was actually kind of legislated that festivals need to a have ratio. a ratio yeah. of female bands on. Um, obviously bigger festivals I think it applies to but they have to and I'm like so if we get asked to play a festival or something are we being asked to, to fulfil a quota again mm-hmm. or are we being asked because they actually they want value to they, what they actually like band. what we're doing yeah. like which one which one is it I don't as much as I, I feel like the you know the rule is coming from a good place to try and showcase more female artists it's almost harmful it's, it's it puts a That's seed a of doubt. Effect, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it does. Yeah. It has a way, seed of doubt in in your brain when you you're getting asked out of the blue by a promoter or whatever. We play this play this festival and it's you're kind of getting vibes of it's, it's purely just a tick a box, which isn't. You need to, isn't be, a great you need to be the token vaginas yeah, on the festival. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we've, we've I think we've had that. We've you know, we've been booked things and played, and then they've gone, oh. Didn't expect you to be that good. Yeah, uh, we should yeah, put you yeah. higher up on the bill, sort of thing. That yeah, yeah. yeah. How insulting. Yeah, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah. So, wait, did you not even listen to us before you booked us? No. So, like, <laughs> genuinely, no, I think, yeah. I don't think they do. I, do. I really don't. Obviously, not everyone. Like, no, you know, yeah, that's not our everyone. No, I'm not. Right. Like, that's Definitely not the case. Not, but there is a proportion so. where it is still an issue. We know it's still an issue. Yes. Well, you get it yourself. So, you get it yourself. So, you're totally involved with that. But it's a shame. Yeah, there'll be a tipping point there. Some, I mean, there's just there are so many new artists coming, you know, new female artists coming through that it will, it won't even be a, it will be a non-issue sooner rather than later. Yeah, it'll get there. It yeah. will get there. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Who knows well, where. thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you and for having us. Thank now you I'm so looking much. forward to seeing you again. Definitely. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels. For more information on this podcast, or for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews and more, head over to our website, www.therazorsedge.rocks.